This is Taiwan Plus on ICRT, your connection to stories that matter. Brought to you by the news team at TaiwanPlus.com. Welcome to Taiwan Plus News. I'm Ian Kavat. A panel of experts appointed by the government has concluded that a woman's death was directly related to receiving a COVID-19 vaccine shot, the first such instance in Taiwan. The woman in her 50s from Taipei died from a brain hemorrhage caused by a rare blood clotting disorder after receiving an AstraZeneca vaccine. The experts established that the woman had no health issues and could have contributed to her death and the vaccine was therefore to blame. They agreed that the government should pay the maximum compensation of six million Taiwan dollars or 210,000 US dollars in the case. In the case, the expert panel was convened earlier this month to review compensation claims related to death or illness related to COVID-19 vaccines. It has concluded that seven out of 57 claims were valid. In related COVID-19 news, Taiwan reported 56 new local infections on Wednesday. As the one-year anniversary of the Hualien train disaster approaches, the issue of safety on Taiwan's railways is in the spotlight once again. Train drivers say the Taiwan Railways Administration is not making safety a priority and are even considering strike action over the issue. John Van Trieste has this report. First responders rush to the scene. There's been an accident on the rails. This is a drill designed to test emergency workers' ability to handle a train wreck. A wreck like the one that left 49 dead in eastern Taiwan almost a year ago. This drill took place late Monday in Hualien County, the same area where last year's train crash happened. The mock disaster was staged with maximum realism. Local students were brought in to play victims, with makeup used to simulate real injuries. The drill was deemed a success. Emergency services took only five minutes to arrive at the scene and begin their rescue operation. But the causes of last year's disaster were not seismic, but human. On April 2nd, a Taroko Express train crashed into a truck that had rolled down a slope from a construction site onto the tracks. It was the deadliest accident on Taiwan's railways in decades. And as the first anniversary of the disaster approaches, workers at Taiwan's state-owned rail companies say that not enough has been done to address safety issues like those that caused it. According to the Railway Administration, there have been no serious accidents since last June, but officials said that smaller incidents have persisted and more needs to be done to prevent them. The Railway Workers' Union says the Railway Administration has long failed to make safety a priority. It's considering calling a day-long strike on May 1st, when Taiwan observes Labor Day. Chris Ma and John Van Trieste for Taiwan Plus. Taiwan's government has unveiled a sweeping plan to cut carbon emissions and fight climate change. According to the roadmap announced by the National Development Council, the country will aim to have net zero emissions by the year 2050. To achieve that goal, the roadmap envisions 60% of the country's energy needs being met by renewables. Other measures include requiring all new buildings to be nearly zero emissions, promoting the use of electric vehicles and encouraging industries to switch to less polluting equipment. The government will invest 900 billion Taiwan dollars or over 31 billion US dollars through 2030 to fund these efforts. This 
哦，那经济部已经设定的呃增加的这些额度，所以这两项加起来的话，哦，吸引民间的投资啊，可能就会呃超过三兆台币以上，哈、哦。Amnesty International has highlighted a number of human rights concerns in Taiwan in an annual report. The UK-based NGO said mistreatment of migrant workers, especially fishery workers, shows that Taiwan still needs to improve on its human rights protections. The report also cited a failure to protect indigenous lands from mining companies and the fact that the country retains the death penalty as issues that Taiwan needs to address. To discuss these human rights issues in Taiwan further, reporter Bing Wang spoke to Chou Yiling, director of Amnesty International. He began by asking her to elaborate on the concerns raised in Amnesty's report. For the mining issues, although um, last year um, our higher, our uh, spring uh, administrative court uh, made a decision that the 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 the. the, the uh, permission of the uh, mining uh, permit uh, will be revoked um, because um, they, the without the, 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 the mining permission um, didn't do a very good um, consultation and get the, the informed consent from the indigenous people's communities in that area the uh, Taruku um, tribe so uh, but even though we have this kind of um, court decision but um, the mining company, the Asia cement company, um, still um, keep their mining um, activities in in that area. In the beginning, the the, the nuclear waste um, set up in uh, Orchid Island without a uh, fully informed consent, and also um, the um, the Dao, um people was informed that. That is a factory, uh, not a nuclear waste site. So, so they are like uh, lied uh, by the government in the past, and now um, they still can have to live uh, with the nuclear waste, um, and, and no clear um, time frame for the set uh, to be uh, relocated uh, in other areas. Team Taiwan has made history, winning gold at this year's Bakery World Cup, making it the first time that Taiwan has won an international baking competition. The team knocked out Norway and the Netherlands to take the top spot. Jaime Ocon has this story. Giving the people at home a reason to celebrate. Team Taiwan has won the gold at the 2022 Bakery World Cup their first ever win in an international baking competition. They came in second at the last World Cup. The Bakery World Cup is an elite baking competition that takes place over three days and is held every four years in France. Twelve teams are invited to participate and are judged in four different categories. Baguettes, sweets, artistic creations, and a gourmet baking test. Team Taiwan knocked out heavy favorites such as Team Netherlands and Team Norway with creations such as this baked replica of Beauty and the Beast. But for many Taiwanese watching in the stands and around the world, the victory was a moment of national pride. The triumphant team of bakers will be back in Taiwan soon and can look forward to defending their crown at the next Baking World Cup. 
Klein Wong and Jaime Ocon for Taiwan Plus. U.S. President Joe Biden on Monday released the 5.8 trillion U.S. dollar budget proposal for the United States. It includes a record peacetime defense budget request of 813 billion U.S. dollars, which is around a 4% increase on 2022's defense budget. Of this, 773 billion U.S. dollars is earmarked for the Pentagon. And as Russia's invasion of Ukraine grinds on, the budget proposal provides for 682 million U.S. dollars to help Ukraine counter Russian forces. In introducing the budget, Biden said the world has changed and that the U.S. is once again facing increased competition from China and Russia. The budget request includes 1.8 billion U.S. dollars to support a free and open Indo-Pacific region and for the U.S.'s Indo-Pacific strategy. There's also 400 million U.S. dollars for the countering the PRC malign influence fund which combats what Washington says are China's illegal and coercive economic practices. To discuss the implications for Taiwan and the region, I spoke with Professor Yan Zhengsun, an international relations expert at National Zhengzhou University in Taipei. I began by asking him what was the main message of the Biden administration's budget proposal. Remember, U.S. is not in a war, but this is the one of the largest increase during the peacetime. Means U.S. may be preemptive in its strategy of trying to contain China but or trying to maintain this advantage over China. So I think that's the message China should get as U.S. serious about maintaining its advantage. Joe Biden, in introducing this budget, said the U.S. is once again facing increased competition from Russia and China. How does this budget proposal enable the U.S. to compete with, with Russia or China? The U.S. is already very bipartisan, very polarized, very divided. And this particular budget will enable Biden to strengthen his position at home. If we have this budget passed with some minor revisions, that will be fine. But Biden, after this budget, will be in a stronger position to deal with the outside world, uh, to be the leader of international community uh, without uh, any backlash at home. Thank you for watching Taiwan Plus News. I'm Ian Kavat. For more stories from Taiwan and around the world, please download the Taiwan Plus app. Stay safe and see you next time. Thanks for listening to Taiwan Plus on ICRT. For more great stories from Taiwan and around the world, visit TaiwanPlus.com. <laughs>